I am a sixth generation farmer and I farm in a small town called North Springs, Iowa. That is the North Central Iowa. We're about 10 miles to the east of Mason City, kind of right off of I-35. And so I farm with my father and my grandfather. Uh, my grandpa's been retired for about 15 to 16 years now, but he's able to move around well. He helps us out quite a bit and he enjoys the work. And so then I farm with my father and we are strictly grain operation. We farm uh, between the two of us about 1800 acres of corn and soybeans around our area. Global shortages are causing farm input costs to skyrocket. A better way to farm shows you how to take control of inputs and maximize profits so you can farm the way you want. Now, from America's heartland, here's your host. Kind of looking back to 2021, what is like kind of one of the big highlights from 2021 that you guys were able to capture on your farm? Well, the big highlight I would say would be our record corn production in our farm's history. We're going to put that up there as a highlight for sure. So uh, just for context, we're going into our third season working with you guys. Our five-year average as far as as our across farm, I'll just use corn for an example. It was running at 175 and we were right at 205 across the whole farm average this year. And we still saw quite a bit of things that we could have done better and things to improve for going into next year. But we learned a lot of stuff this year and we got the results we needed and, uh, you know, saw a good return on our investments. And so it was really exciting and it was just very gratifying to see all that, all the work that we had been putting into that start to pay off. That's awesome. So with that being said, what was kind of that one thing or a couple things that you kind of tried this year different from previous years that you said, yep, this is definitely working. I'm definitely taking this into 2022. And now you've got a game plan on how to use that product or practice. So there were a lot of things. I'll just kind of narrow in on the big ones. One of the big ones was we incorporate per your guys' recommendations, we incorporated sulfur, ammonium thiosulfate into mm-hmm. our nitrogen program because uh, with the soil tests that we took through your program, uh, we found that we were extremely lacking in all of our fields with that. And so we saw a really good yield bump with that. And we believe that we're still haven't reached that plateau or the rate of diminishing returns as far as sulfur goes. Some other things that we really did well was the inferro starter fertilizer. We did a better job of monitoring that getting it on at the proper rates that our soil test called for and with the proper micronutrients and the early plant health that we saw and our stand count was absolutely fantastic. And talking about stand count, uh, we utilize Amplify L, the liquid product. The first year we tried the dry product, but we have a center fill planter and we don't have a seed treater. So it was a little difficult to figure out the logistics of that. And so yeah. we moved to the Amplify L, the liquid product, And we purchased a relatively inexpensive portable seed treater that we put right on our seed tender and it sprayed the corn. I I had it all calibrated to the right rates and it would just spray the corn as it was going up the conveyor. We don't have any precision planting or anything like that on our planter. And our ear counts were, we planted at 34,000 plants to the acre and our ear counts were all at pretty much at 33,000. It was the best stand of corn that we had ever had. So it was excellent. And those are definite things that we've got feel very confident that we have figured out this year that we will be carrying into the 2022 season. 
I wanted to let you know about our farming forecast sweepstakes running January 3rd through January 5th. Go to a betterwaytofarm.com forward slash win to enter. This is one way we can give back to you by bringing you this special series of interviews plus the chance to win some cool prizes. Visit a betterwaytofarm.com forward slash win. How are you kind of handling the volatility of farm input costs knowing that they're on a like a rocket ship about ready to burst out of the atmosphere right now? How are you guys kind of handling that volatility? With the high prices, it can be extremely stressful. And if this would have happened to us on our farm three years ago, I would be just a complete ball of nerves just this entire off season. But what we are doing is we are making sure that we are not over or under applying any single nutrient. And we're making sure that all of our limiting factors are addressed. We're wanting to make sure that each dollar that we spend is being spent in the right place. For example, one of our fields, it tests pretty high in phosphorus and it doesn't need as much, but it's extremely low in boron and sulfur. So we're able to reallocate those dollars that we would have just regularly put on a blow and go in the fall, you know, before we got to the Conklin system. And we're like I said, we're able to take those dollars and we're able to reallocate them into the nutrients that our crops actually need. And the same thing goes with nitrogen. Nitrogen is astronomically high priced right now. And that's frustrating. But we're also confident that we know that through our placement and through the proper stabilization products and getting everything else right in the plant, we're able to grow our bushel of corn on our farm, 0.7 to 0.75 pounds of nitrogen per bushel that we produce. That's still going to be an expensive bill. Uh, the nitri- There's no way around that, but we're going to get a much higher return and it would have been a much more costly bill if we had been doing things the way that we had before. What's really ultimately that, that, like that one thing that you guys are doing, or certainly that you'd suggest to those listening to this podcast to improve your bottom line for next season? Guys, it all goes back to the soil test, okay? And as far as bottom line, it's all about the return on our investment. There's so many things out in our industry right now that are saying, you know, if you buy this product or that product to help, you know, utilize or make your current fertilizer work better. And that can be tempting. But if we have a solid analytical test, a soil test that gives us all of our nutrients, micronutrients, secondary nutrients in the right ratios, we're able to study that. And then we're, like I said before, we're able to take our dollars that we have allotted per acre and we're able to distribute them better across all of the fertilizer that we need. By doing that, we're ensuring that we're going to improve our bottom line because we're going to get so much of a higher rate of return. Like I said, for example, each dollar that we spend on a pint of boron is going to get, because we're so deficient in it, is going to get us many more bushels than if that same dollar would have gone towards phosphorus or potassium on some of our fields. And so we're putting faith in the system and in the science. And we, because we're soil testing all of our ground, uh, we know that exactly what each field needs and that we're going to be giving it exactly what it needs and nothing more, nothing less. I'm super excited that you had the time to spend with us today. I really appreciate all the input you've got on kind of your farming forecast. I wish you the best of luck and I look forward to seeing you soon. A better way to farm. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com.